Hey everyone, welcome back to the Rothman PPC podcast. Thanks for being here. This is a podcast primarily about uh, Google Ads, and uh, that's what we're going to be talking a little bit about tonight, specifically bounce rate, uh, knowing what a bounce rate is, knowing how it affects your Google Ads performance, and knowing how to get that bounce rate down, because bounce rate is definitely something you want down. But first, let me thank you for joining me on today's show. My name is Jason Rothman, Rothman PPC podcast, talking Google ads, digital marketing, business, all that kind of stuff. It's a Tuesday night here in late January 2021, had some soup for dinner and it was just delicious. So let's talk a little bounce rate. This week I was talking with a client, a new client, and we were going through uh, Google ads and what it can do for their business. And then we got to the part after Google ads, the website, the place people land after they click on the ads, after they first think of doing a search when they have a problem, a need, a question, something like that. And then they do the search and then they see the ad and then they click on the ad and then they get to the website. And once they're on the website, we want them to do one more thing. We want them to call the business or we want them to fill out a form. And either way, they become a lead, a conversion uh, for that business. And that's what we want them to do. So we got to the part where we were talking about, okay, what happens when they click from the ad to the website? And then we went to the website and the the client asked me, okay, what do you think I should do uh, with this website? Is there any recommendations you have? And I really just had uh, one, and it was to update the homepage of the website where we were going to send traffic to. And the whole point of, uh, the recommendation was to, to let people know that they're in the right place, uh, and to let them know that instantly. And so what, what I was afraid of is, is their homepage doesn't convey number one, who they are as a business, what type of business they are, small business, uh, what kind of, uh, provider they are. Uh, and it doesn't, it, it didn't tell them exact, it doesn't tell the user exactly what they offer. And so what I told the client was, Hey, website's fine. I don't care it, what the font size on the menu is. I don't care what the menu options are. I don't care what the, the, uh, color of the font is anything like that. It's a working website. It looks good. It, it's fast. It makes sense, the contact at the top, the about at the top, nice logo, everything makes sense. The one problem was, I don't know where I am. I don't know where I'm at. And so what I recommended is fix that big headline when you first come to the homepage, the big first biggest font you see, the big headline, change that into exactly uh, what you offer. So if you're a moving company in Atlanta, you would want to say, Atlanta movers since whatever, or uh, serving Atlanta moving customers or clients since whatever year. And then with the, with the text, you tell people you're exactly in the, in the right place. So you do that with the, with the big headline, but then beyond the headline, I also like images. I like, like a, like a picture or a video. And that also connects with people and instantly lets them know that they're in the right place. Uh, so for this 
client I recommended, they put a picture of themselves uh, right there on the homepage with a big headline that says exactly what they do. And if they did that as opposed to what they currently have, which is just a bunch of uh, text and then like a stock photo, and the text does not say exactly what they do, and the stock photo is just a stock photo, uh, if they can change those to a, a real picture of themselves so people know who they are, and then big a big headline that says exactly what they do so people know instantly they're in the right place, I told the client, your bounce rate will be dramatically lower because people are going to know they're in the exact right place. And what you need with Google Ads is you need a seamless train of thought. You need someone to have a problem. They need a move. They need foot surgery, whatever they need. They have a need and it's in their brain. And then they want to solve that need, solve that problem. So they go to Google and they do a search, foot doctors near me, moving companies in my area. And that we're still on a seamless line here. And then they see your ad and your ad is exactly what they're looking for. Foot doctor in Dallas, moving company in Atlanta. And they're like, yes, this is exactly what I'm looking for to solve my problem. And then they click to the website. If they've, if you're a moving company, if you've got some horrible stock photo there, uh, people are going to be turned off. They're going to be like, is this a moving blog? Is this some kind of informational thing? I don't know if this is a real company. Uh, same thing with a foot doctor. If it's not a, a picture of a foot doctor in a white lab coat, whatever, with with the staff behind them in their office, if it's not that and it's just a picture of a foot, yeah, for like some people, they're going to go, yep, I did a search for a foot doctor the ad said foot doctor. I come to the site. It's a foot. Okay, great. I I get it. I'm going to dig around the website and, and see if it's a doctor's office near me that I want to call. However, a lot of people are going to go a picture of a foot and just instantly they're, they're not going to be able to register where they're at and the, because their problem wasn't solved instantly. They need an instant problem solver. And so because that's what Google gives them. Their whole life, they go to Google, boom, 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 I do a search, instantly Google gives me exactly what I want. If you're messing that up as the advertiser and you're giving them a picture of a foot and not a picture of a foot doctor, that's not exactly what they wanted. And so they're gonna bounce back to Google, a lot of people will, and find what they're actually looking for instantly, which is a foot doctor, not a picture of a foot, which then makes them work and try to figure out if it's a foot doctor website they need to know instantly so the big thing with the website is instantly but i was talking with this client uh in terms of instantly letting people know where they're at but i was talking with this client i was, I was explaining why they should do these things uh and let people instantly know where they're at and and the word bounce came up bounce right and it got me thinking today like I just don't talk enough about bounce rate with clients on podcasts and all that kind of stuff. Bounce rate is very important. So what is a bounce? And and that's what we're going to talk about here throughout the remainder of this episode. We're going to, we're going to dig into bounce rate in, in three ways you can improve it. So what is a bounce? A, a bounce comes from, for, from my history, it comes from Google Analytics. That's when I was first exposed to the term uh, bounce and bounce rate. A bounce rate is when someone comes to your website and then quickly leaves your website uh, without viewing any other pages or without spending any kind of meaningful amount of time on your website. It's it's a zero 
uh, quality uh, trap piece of traffic, basically. Like, yes, you got traffic, you got a hit on your website, but it didn't do anything for you. They didn't look at other pages. They didn't stick around and, and read it all and, and, and learn about your business or anything like that. They bounced. And so a bounce is a negative. And bounce rate applies to any source of traffic you get. All sources of traffic you get, whether it's organic Google, Facebook, Google Ads, referral websites, whatever you're getting traffic from, they all will have their own bounce rate. And the rate of bounce is how many people uh, are bouncing back off your website and going to where they came before or going somewhere else. And I say going to where they came before because with Google, that's what it is. They did a search. They clicked on an ad. They come to your website. They didn't like it. They bounce back to Google. So a 60% bounce rate would mean for every 10 visitors you get, six six of them are bouncing back and, and leaving your site quickly without any kind of value associated with their with their traffic. They didn't look at other pages. They didn't spend any kind of meaningful amount of time on your website. So a bounce is bad. Bounces are bad. Reason they're bad, it's pretty obvious. If you pay for a click and someone comes to your website, you pay Google. But if they come to your website and they bounce, you don't get anything in return. You don't get a phone call. You don't get a lead. You don't get anyone who's interested uh, in your business. So a bounce is bad. But one thing you have to accept as an advertiser, as a as a person out there in business trying to figure things out, you have to accept uh, with any form of online marketing, any source of traffic, bounces are inevitable. They're going to happen. You can have the perfect keyword, uh, the perfect ad, the perfect website, and you'll still get a lot of bounces. They just happen. And I don't know why exactly that is, but you can associate it with like with a store, like people go into a store because they want to buy something. And oftentimes, even if you sell exactly what they're looking for, maybe some people weren't ready to buy. Maybe some people were doing research. Maybe some people thought you had a, a different size of something and you turns out you didn't. So they don't buy that day. Maybe some people get there and then they get a call and they have to leave and they and they didn't buy. So there's always going to be bounces associated with web, website traffic, uh, but the name of the game is getting that bounce rate down as, as low as you can. And so the question is, well, then what's a good bounce rate? And so these are the kind of metrics I work off of. Number one, for, for paid search, uh, if you it's it's not a perfect rule, but like it's a pretty good starting point. If you can get your bounce rate from paid search close to your organic search bounce rate, that's a sign that your 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 paid search campaign on Google Ads or Bing is is quality. If you can get the bounce rate as low or near your organic bounce rate, uh, that's a really really good sign for your campaign. Now. There's caveats to that because if you have a 95% bounce rate from organic traffic because you have a super slow website or a super horrible website, and then you get a 95% bounce rate from paid search, neither of those are good. Uh, but in general, if you have like a normal bounce rate from search traffic, which could be anywhere from 30% up to 70%, and you get that from your paid search campaign as well, that's a good sign. Uh, some other metrics I kind of look for on paid search bounce rate when it comes to search specifically, uh, paid search, 
anything above 80% bounce rate is starting to worry me, but it is definitely a secondary factor. If, if we're getting conversions and we like our cost per conversion, good. Uh, I'll live with an 80% bounce rate. Uh, but it, but it's, it's kind of like not the best sign. Uh, you get up above 90 from a search campaign, like unless you're doing that on purpose by running a lot of pure broad, like a pro with low bids to try to get a lot more traffic and get a low cost per conversion, and you have another reason you're getting kind of lower quality traffic, uh, if that's not the case, if you're not doing that, then yeah, a 90% or above bounce rate, I'm like really worried at that point. And at that point, I'm like checking the the search campaign, looking at search terms, and I'm also uh, running through the website as a user, trying to figure out if it's a bad website experience that's kind of turning people off. Above 90 is a, kind of a bad sign. Uh, but alternatively, if you can get your bounce rate uh, down near 60% or below from paid search, uh, my experience, that's pretty good. Uh, so that's that's the kind of numbers uh, that I look at now. W- if you don't like your bounce rate or if you do, you know, like if, if you like your bounce rate, but you want to get a little bit more from the traffic you're paying for a little more value. Yeah. It's always, it's always a good idea to, to get that bounce rate down. Um, the question is how you do it. So I put that in three buckets. Um, when it comes to Google ads, you've got your, you've got your keywords, uh, the keywords that, uh, people search for, uh, the search, uh, which you can control to a large extent with your 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 keywords and your match types and your negative keywords. That's one factor that can affect bounce rate. If if you show up on horrible searches that aren't related to exactly what you offer, you're going to get pretty bad bounce rates because you're not providing a relevant uh, outcome for the person doing the search. Again, there's always caveats. If you're running pure broad for a reason, um, you would probably expect some bad search terms and some um, some higher bounce rate keywords kind of pushing your, your bounce rate up, but that's a different story for a different day. But the point is your keywords control your bounce rate to a large extent. You, if you get quality keywords, you're go- that's going to help your bounce rate quality search terms as well. And then you've got your ad. Um, if, if your ad says something really, really awesome, like if you're a mover and you say, we'll move your whole home for $5, yeah, you may get a lot of clicks and have a great click to rate, but if then they go to your website and it says, no, our, our move actually costs a thousand dollars. Well, you're going to get a horrible bounce rate because you're not, you're not delivering on the promise that was in your ad copy. So ad copy affects bounce rate, uh, based on if after they click on that ad that they liked and wanted to click on, if they then go to a website that does not give them what the ad said it would give them, then that's going to lead to higher bounce rates. So if your if your ad matches what's on the website, that's going to help your bounce rate go down. If your ad does not match what's on the website, and even worse, if what's on your website is more negative than what's in your ad, uh, at least to the search user, then that's going to raise your bounce rate because you're not delivering on what they thought uh, they were getting. And then the final factor, your website itself, this is a huge factor, obviously with bounce rate. Um, The number one thing probably is speed. You want to have a fast website. If you have a slow website in today's day and age, slow just doesn't cut it. And you get dinged on quality score. um, But 
you also get dinged on like on bounce rate and you're paying for that traffic and then boom people don't like the slow load time and it and a high percentage of them bounce back to google so speed's a big thing um and then really just we, my big thing with the website like we talked about at the top of the show you got to give people what they're looking for and if they're looking for a foot doctor don't give me a foot a stock photo of a foot i can look down at my own feet give me a picture of a foot doctor with their staff in their office showing me i'm getting exactly what i need if you're a moving company uh don't have no pictures like some movers have no pictures on their website it's just absolutely unacceptable uh and there's no excuse for it everybody has a phone T- pull out your phone take a picture of of your company of your truck of your movers of your office space your uniforms put it on the website you you got to let people know they're in the right place so i like a big photo and or video right there uh on the home page above the fold and then the other thing you want is you want a clear, large, easy to digest, easy to understand headline. We talked about it at the top of the show. If you're a moving company uh, and you've got some kind of like it, you're like you're like tigers or something like that, or you're lions and that's like your your logo and all that, and you present yourself as like strong lions or tough tigers, please don't have a headline that just says like tough tigers like that that's not getting it done that's not telling the person that they landed in the right spot you should have a logo of a tiger that's fine part of your logo but the headline should say atlanta movers since 1980 or it should say uh moving moving our clients in the atlanta metro area since 1990 something like that like you got to let people know they're in the right place and you got to let them know uh, you can help them. And the, and the biggest thing besides like relevant content and uh, content that just looks good and, and is interesting and easy to digest. The other thing is instantly that content, like you can't have it buried on some service page. If you're going to send people to the homepage, you've got to have the content that they want. They want to see your moving company. They want to see your moving truck. They want to see your foot doctor. They want to see you in your office. You've got to give them that information instantly. Uh, and if you don't, a lot of those people are going to bounce back to Google. So clear information, exactly what they want, exactly what uh, you offer, make that clear to them and do it in an instant way where as soon as I come to your website, there's no guessing. I know exactly what you're offering and what problem you can solve for me. So those are the three factors that affect bounce rate, your search terms, your ad copy, and your website. And then finally, just to close today's uh, episode, just a little uh, mental exercise here of the power of improving your bounce rate. So let's say your bounce rate is 75% and let's say you get it down to 65%. So not a huge jump, 65%, you're there and you're like, yeah, I wish it was 55%, but you got it down from 75 to 65. That's a good start. You did something. And if you can just do that over time, it really adds up because listen to this, this math. So you get 20 clicks a day, uh, over the course of the year, if you can get your bounce rate down from 75% to 65% over the course of the year, if you're getting 20 clicks a day, uh, that's, that's over 700 more users 
who stick around on your website and don't bounce, uh, and you have a chance of winning their business. And it's it's the same it's the same money. You pay Google, you get twenty clicks a, clicks a day. Currently, seventy five percent of them bounce. If you can get that down to sixty five percent, I'm pretty sure it goes from uh, five don't bounce to whatever. 35% of, uh, do a little math here on the fly, 35% times 20 is. So first at 25%, five don't bounce. Then you get your bounce rate up to down to 65%. And out of 20 clicks, seven don't bounce. So by going from a 75% bounce rate down to 65% bounce rate and getting that extra 10% of traffic a day not to bounce, that's two extra clicks a day that don't bounce. It's the same money out to Google. It's the same amount of overall clicks, but two of the 20 now, an extra two, don't bounce compared to before. And if you take uh, two a day times 365 a year, that's like well over 300 more people a year who are sticking around on your website that have a chance at becoming business for you. And so that's why that bounce rate is so, it's it's so powerful um, and important. And I guess the final thing I'll say is still focus on conversions. If you get a high bounce rate, but you're getting a lot of conversions for whatever reason, maybe it's a clickable phone number that people click real quickly. Maybe it's a form they fill out, uh, and it keeps them on the page and they don't see the thank you page. So then it's only a one page view and maybe they bounce off quick after that. I don't know. It just understand it's a, for me, at least it's a secondary factor. I still am focused on conversions. I still am focused on cost per conversion. However, um, I also want a good bounce rate. And there's sometimes where you don't get a lot of conversions, like with the remarketing campaign. Sometimes with those, you don't get a lot of conversions or direct conversions, but you kind of feel a pickup in business. And you kind of want to know like what, um, what part of that remarketing traffic or different remarketing list uh, and audiences, uh, you can kind of compare them and see the bounce rate on those. So it's it's a secondary factor, but it's very, very important. And little improvements over time uh, can add up in a, in a big, big way uh, for your business. So that's kind of the rundown on bounce rate as I see it. Um, something to focus on if you're curious on how to access your bounce rate. I recommend Google Analytics. Make sure that's on your website. Make sure you have a Google Analytics account and all that, and you know the the platform, and in there you can see uh, the bounce rates for different types of traffic. So I want to thank you for not bouncing off of this episode early on, for sticking with me here, and uh, thanks for listening. Please share the show with friends and colleagues who you would think would be interested, and we also appreciate five-star reviews on wherever you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts. So thanks for listening, everybody, and I will see you next time on the Rothman PPC Podcast.